If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VEASAN's Pro Football Betting Podcast. Here's your host, Danny Burke. What is going on, folks, and welcome into another edition of Prop Watch here on VEASAN's Pro Football Betting Podcast feed. I'm your host, Danny Burke. Thank you for being with me as I get you a little bit more prepared and potentially more betting opportunities for Monday Night Football in Mexico City. The 49ers taking on the Arizona Cardinals. So if you want a full in-depth preview of the game, by the way, make sure you check out just that. Here on the same feed, Brady Cannon and I deliver all the information you need, side, money line, total, and not only that game, but an early look ahead to Thanksgiving week. So much information. Brady has been crushing it every single Monday uh, when we've been talking throughout the NFL. And by the way, he's a fantastic golf handicapper. He's had three outright wins in the past three weeks. I get that it has nothing to do with Monday night, but it needs to be said because the man knows what he's talking about. So go check out that episode as well. But in terms of prop watch, what kind of opportunities do we have available for us on Monday night? It's tricky because look, you, you got a team that's a bigger favorite in San Francisco laying over the key number of seven. So you kind of got to ask yourself, is this going to be a game where they get out early and then it's a run-dominant offense featured by San Francisco? You got another week with Elijah Mitchell back in the mix. Is he going to be the premier back? A lot of things you got to consider when looking to betting these props. And I'm mentioning the side of San Francisco more so because, one, you have a tad bit more confidence, sustainability, whatever you want to call it, with all the weapons they have available and two, because, well, these books haven't really posted that many Cardinals props except for James Conner. 
because the assumption is Colt McCoy is going to be the starting quarterback. We don't know that for a fact. I'm recording this Sunday night, so if anything changes and I sound like an idiot, that's why. There's also many reasons I sound like an idiot, but for that specific reason, that may be why. But there are two guys that I think you, you at least have a little bit more of a solidified thought process with your preconceived notions surrounding them. And I'll start with George Kittle here. Now, I'm sure if you got George Kittle on your fantasy team, you're a little ticked off because he's been incredibly volatile. But where there has been consistency with George Kittle, at least in his career, it's been against the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, the last six times he has faced the Arizona Cardinals, he has soared over his prop mark, of which we see present right now. 41 and a half is the best number, the over minus 115. So the last six consecutive meetings against Arizona, Kittle has eclipsed that mark. Does that mean it's guaranteed for this spot? Of course not, folks. And the team is completely different season after season. I get it, but it's it's an interesting note and it does just show you, well, he favors going against the Cardinals compared to some of these other teams. And if that doesn't give you enough to be like, all right, you've got my attention, well, this year, Arizona has been horrid against tight ends. They're allowing opposing tight ends on average seven and a half receptions for 78 receiving yards per game. Folks, you get a little bit of both on uh, each side from the history to what's currently going on here. Kittle seems like he's due for another great game. And I say another because, well, he has had a few of them. He's had three spots where he's gone over this mark. This could be another one in addition to those past three. Last year, by the way, just to throw out the most recent game, had six catches on eight targets, 101 receiving yards versus the Cardinals. Kittle on average this season getting four catches, six targets, 48.6 receiving yards per game. You know, if you listen to the episode, the full in-depth preview, Brady and I talked about this prop a little bit and just what we can expect from the 49ers offense, but he made a really valuable point in the sense that Elijah Mitchell is back in the mix for the first time with Christian McCaffrey. So the offense was a little bit out of sorts, it seemed. Well, now that he's got another week to be acclimated, you kind of understand what you have. You know what George Kittle has done and what the Cardinals defense has not done against tight ends. Go to your safety net, kind of as Brady put it, if you're Jimmy Garoppolo and Mr. Reliable against his team and George Kittle and let him just do his thing. And 41 and a half, I think we're getting the benefit of the doubt with a cheaper number, so to speak, in this situation because of the volatility that's been present in George Kittle's game log. So I'm going to hopefully take advantage of this lower number of this defense against tight ends and a reliable tight end in Kittle against this specific team, Arizona. So give me George Kittle over 41 and a half receiving yards as my official prop for Monday Night Football. Now, I do have one more I want to discuss. I haven't gotten there, but I do think it's a great angle because Brady gets into it deep too. So again, you know, I'm plugging the other episode, but trust me, it's worth it. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, if he's not going to be the lead back, and maybe he does, it's only been a one game sample size, but Elijah Mitchell had a majority of the carries his first game back. Then how else do you get Christian McCaffrey involved? Well, it's got to be in the passing game, whether it's screens, whether it's dump offs, checkdowns, you know, all of those short little passes that are easy receptions. And you give it to a playmaker like McCaffrey, well, he can make the most out of just a little. Christian McCaffrey has also faced the Cardinals already this season, if you remember. Uh, When he was with the Panthers, he had nine catches on nine targets for 81 receiving yards. 
Christian with the 49ers is averaging about five catches on six targets for a little bit over 39 receiving yards. His receiving yards prop is 35 and a half. The overs minus 115. Arizona is allowing opposing tailbacks to get 4.6 receptions for 38 receiving yards per game. Is that worth playing the over? I think it's worth a very strong consideration. And yeah, I do think he gets over this mark. But at the end of the day, what's caused me a little bit of trepidation with this one is if the 49ers get out to a big lead, either maybe they try to utilize Mitchell Moore just to get him those reps or the other side too is that you just don't need to pass the ball as much, right? You don't need to use the passing game if you're having a lot of success on the ground, whether it's with McCaffrey, whether it's with Mitchell, whoever it may be, you don't need to force throwing the ball. If the 49ers could run the ball consistently, they would probably do that first and foremost. And I get that that kind of counters George Kittle, but the thought process with Kittle is to get big chunkage on short amount of reps. With McCaffrey, you're kind of going to need a little bit more because he's not going deep downfield, right? So I, I do lean toward McCaffrey going over, but to Brady's point too, it's like, what is this offense going to look like with those two running backs after the first week? So there's a little bit more uncertainty with the tailback position. A strong lean to the over, not enough to make it an official play. I would not talk anybody out of it though, because if I had you know the old adage gun to my head, yeah, I, I'm sure McCaffrey gets over it. It's something to be aware of though. Let's see, because again, even though I'm not playing it, I still think it's worth noting because this is going to be important to be cognizant about going forward. How do they utilize Mitchell? How do they utilize McCaffrey? Will these guys be used in specific ways? McCaffrey more passing game, Mitchell more rushing efforts. Remains to be seen, but I think we'll get a good idea after these first couple of games. And by the way, McCaffrey got over it against the Rams with eight catches for 55 receiving yards. Also got over it last week versus the Chargers. Four catches, 39 receiving yards. Just a little scared that if the 49ers dominate, they might abandon it and not need to stress Christian McCaffrey, who also has a history of injuries, and keep him off the field as much as possible, I guess, if you're San Francisco. So, uh, something to look at, but overall, folks, officially, I am going with my lone bet right now, George Kittle over his receiving yards at 41 in the hook, minus 115 is what I see here in Illinois, that's what I'm going to be playing Best of luck to whatever you are playing out there. Let me know if I should be considering anything else. Feel free to reach out on Twitter at DannyBurke5. Always appreciate if you like and subscribe to the podcast. Folks, enjoy the game. Enjoy your Thanksgiving week. Don't forget, Mike Palm and I will have a special episode out. I believe it's going to be Tuesday night. It'll come out. We'll be previewing every game throughout Thanksgiving from Thursday to being on Sunday. And we got our contest, baby. VEASAN's Betsgiving. Mike Palm and I teaming up against the other uh, the other contenders, I guess just the rest of the crew here at VEASAN should be a lot of fun. So make sure you're following along with that as well. But thanks again, folks, for tuning in, and best of luck with whatever action you got for Monday night.